Wildfire Concepts presents Seven Figure Furnace Digital Marketing Discussions with Internet Made Millionaires with your host, Cindy Donovan. In this episode, number five, I interview Sean Donahoe, founder of ADD Marketing Group. He has had over 20 years of experience helping businesses and entrepreneurs with over 100,000 clients all over the world. During this episode, number five, Sean is going to discuss how to market webinars outside of the regular make money online niche, how to use the strategy for bigger businesses, including how he has worked this into a company makeover, taking them from seven figures and now into eight figures. So welcome, Sean. It's fantastic to have you here. Good to see you again, Cindy. How are you doing, my dear? I'm doing fabulous. Um, today, we're going to talk a lot about webinars, and we know that webinars work in internet marketing. Uh, we've had a lot of people on the show talking about, you know, how to sell software and that kind of thing. Um, but can you tell me how a non-internet marketing business can use webinar? Um, you know, what what is different there? Well, when you've got any sort of product that you can sell um, digitally, uh, certainly works better than physical products, but you've got anything you want to sell, it's a great kind of format for positioning, for gathering an audience around you. The way I equate it is is kind of like uh, putting people in a square, uh, town square, and standing up there and being able to just broadcast your message to everyone that you've gathered there that is interested in what you have to say. Unlike a lot of other forms of marketing, which is uh, what I call solo marketing, because someone sees an ad and they go to your sales page, you're not doing it in a group environment. And I'm big on crowd dynamics. Uh, When people feel that they're part of a bigger group or all there, they're all feeding off each other's energy and everything else, it's a completely different kettle of fish than just talking with one person who just happens to be on your uh, sales page or reading your brochure offline or what have you, because that's just one person with their intent and everything else. But when you're in a group, and everyone's feeding off the same energy, they've got all the same questions, the same desires. You kind of get that mob mentality, that crowd mentality. And with webinars, it's just absolutely fantastic because now you've got this one entity. It's all of these people have come together and they're like one person that you're talking directly to in so many levels. And you can control the message. Uh, You can... uh, read the room, so to speak, and everyone there, you can see where the sentiment of your message is either hitting the mark or missing the mark, and you can modify on the floor. You don't get a chance to do that if it's just a sales page because it's not dynamic. So I love that dynamic interaction because it really gives you a, a pulse of what you're saying and what you're trying to communicate to help these people get to where they need to be. That's great. So when um, I know that when you're using a webinar software, um, most people can't see how many people are in the room. As the presenter, you can see if there's, you know, three people in the room or if you've packed it at a 1,000. Um, so do you have any tricks on, you know, letting people know that there's other people in the room and that it's, you know, how do you build up that kind of excitement? That's a great thing. What I always do at the beginning is I always do a roll call. Uh, this lets everyone know that there's lots of people here. So what I'll do uh, is I'll say, hey, you know, before we get started here, we like to make these, inter- you know, these sessions interactive because you know you help shape the content. Now, mm-hmm. the reason I do that 
is obviously to get people engaged. And I'll say, so we'll do a roll call. Uh, tell us your name, say hi, and where you're from. And we'll do that right at the beginning before anything else. And as I'm reading the scroll, I'll say, I'll call out individual names and places. If I know a place or I've got some connection, you know, say, you know, oh, from Texas, oh, just up the road, great. Or from Vegas, yep, there every month. Something like that. And, you know, and I bring in all these people together and I'm kind of giving them, uh, first of all, you connect them, the individuals you call out to the session, which if you've got hundreds or thousands of people, you're going to say, oh, this is going so fast. I can only pick out a few because it's going so fast because there's so many people here tonight. And you always allude to that. And the, the cool thing is that as you're going through a webinar, I always like to call out a question that catches my eye. I, I have multiple monitors. You can see I'm actually, this is actually a six monitor rig. I can't turn the camera around. Uh, I, I'm like, if you've ever seen the movie Swordfish, this is my small rig. My big rig is in my main office. This is my little uh, sound studio. So I, I'll have it up on multiple monitors. I can see what my... Uh, my staff are doing on one side and see the interactions there, but I can also see the questions as I'm presenting because obviously you, you, I usually don't do a webcam when I'm doing a webinar. Sometimes I will. That's something we might talk about later on, mm -hmm. but I can read off questions and I can call out what people are saying. So when they're seeing me do that or my team passes me a question, they're seeing that, oh, there's other people there asking the same kind of connected questions I would be as a customer it brings, it gives that kind of dynamicism. Now, there are pieces of software out there that will actually create a, like a, you can see the chat log, uh, Webinar Jam, which is one of the tools right. uh, I use a lot in Webinar uh, Jam Studio. You can have a live chat. You can, everyone can see each other as they're asking questions, maybe not the full attendee count. And there are other ones that also fake, which I'm really not for, but they have the fake chat rooms and you can see that there's all these virtual people in there. It's all BS. I don't like that. I recommend that. That's one thing that with any webinar, be it in the IM space where a lot of people know me from the IM space, but I actually do 90% of my business outside of IM. So be genuine. In IM, absolutely. Outside of IM, be genuine and everything will work out so much better for the long term. See Absolutely. so many people do scammy scarcity tactics, and, you know, fake scarcity this and fake that and be upfront with your customers. It's no way to build like an actual long-term business, is it? Because people, no, people respond to people and if you plan to be here 12 months from now, <laughs> still doing this thing, you can't actually get away with that anymore. It's, it's, it's the internet. <laughs> you really, yeah, you really, it's not the way to do business. It's not the way. You're, I've built my business uh, in all these different niches I'm in. I run many, many corporations and different interests. Uh, I've got my fingers in so many pies. I've built my name on integrity. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have integrity in this business, you, you're just shooting yourself in the foot. It's going to come down. doesn't matter what kind of empire you create. If you don't have the right solid foundation, everything's going to crumble. So Absolutely. You know, go with the right foot forward. Yeah. So our, our um, listeners, if there's people who are listening in um, and they have a digital product, it might be, um, yeah, it could just be in any um, any niche, I guess, or um, maybe they're not in, they're not online, but they'd like to do something online. Is there um, any kind of structure that you can? Um, that you can recommend that they use when they're actually building their pitch um, that that would be different from how we're doing things or is it pretty much the same 
um, you know, you have the introduction, you have the um, training, some kind of expressing teaching kind of thing, and then you have a demonstration of the software or the product it is that you're trying to sell. Um, that kind of flow, or do you do things a little bit differently? That's a great question. It's kind of um, in IM specifically, a lot of people are trained to respond to webinars in certain ways. Now, right now in IM, webinars are a struggle for most people because all they do is pitch. It's a pitch right from the start. They know they're being pitched. People are coming on there. They're already jaded. So what we do is completely different. We throw that model right out the window. What we do is, and it's a very simple model, we tell them what we're going to teach them, we're going to tell them when it's going to happen, why it's important, and then we teach them one core strategy that is a piece of a much larger puzzle. Now, for example, in the finance world, uh, we deal with high net worth individuals uh, with one of the companies I consult with, and there's another one that's in the real estate business. That, again, high net worth individuals. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're dealing with, uh, I mean, we're talking about five thousand uh, dollar price points. Okay, right. so yeah, so it's it, we're not dealing with small turkeys here. Now, the thing here is that your customers have a reasonable expectation of why are you, why are they here right now? Now, Colin Thoreau is a very good copywriter friend of both of ours. Um, he he has four questions that I absolutely love. It's why me, why you, why this, and why now. You've got to answer those four questions. Why me is from the customer standpoint. Why should I care about what you have to say? How is it going to help me? We're all we're not altruistic creatures. We're very self-centered. We want to know why we're investing our time, which is the same as money uh, to busy people. Mm-hmm. Is why am I investing my time with you right now? What is in it for me? Are you going to solve my problem? Now, for example, with the finance side, we're talking with people in the stock market who have, um, you know, big accounts and they've blown them up, you know, $50,000, $100,000 accounts that have evaporated because they traded back. Mm. So what we try and do is show them how to get from where they are and the, the problems they're having right now all the way up to being a successful trader. Now, we can only take them so far in 90 minutes. And I always position um, what we're training them is this is a starting point. This We can only go so far in this. And at the end, I'm going to tell you how we can continue this. So what we're doing is we're already seeding the fact that there's going to be something at the end. We ask them permission. Is it okay if we show you how to continue and go beyond what we teach you here? That already seeds everything that we're going to talk about at the end. And we say, hey, you know, are we going to, we're going to, if we deliver amazing value and, you know, right now, is it okay if we show you how we can continue this outside of this presentation? Everyone's going to say yes. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the next thing. You've got to deliver on that expectation, okay? If people are coming in, it doesn't matter what price point you want, whether you're $47, $497, or $4,997, whatever your spectrum is, you've got to set that expectation and over-deliver. If you over-deliver on value, but you connect it to what your pitch is going to be for whatever you're doing, then you're going to have a lot more engagement all the way through. You're going to draw people all the way through to the very, very end, and they're going to stick at that transition between your content and when you start actually telling them about the product, solution, or service that you guys are offering. So what we do is we structure it as a brief introduction, no more than five minutes. We tell them what they're going to learn, why it's important, 
We tell them exactly when it's going to happen. We key into their immediate needs. So you've got to understand your customer all the way down the line. And then we do about 75 to 80% content. Okay. Yeah. Only 15% is actually pitch. Mm-hmm. But we get them. We know, for example, if, they, if you imagine a line between here and here, this is where they're starting. This is where they want to be. We're taking them on the first step, which is the biggest hurdle for most people. We take some really great content. We, get, we tell them how to do it, but it's only a part of it, it's, it's a great leap forward for them. And they, you know, it's, it's, they've got to have an aha moment. Yeah. And that, then they're really going to want to get all the rest that you have to show them because you, and this is what makes transitioning and pitching um, your full product so easy is you say, hey, this is just a small piece of a much bigger pie. And we've only got so much time to show you here, you know, this piece. And it's going to, you know, this is already going to make you light years ahead of everyone else. But you know, we've got so much more we want to show you, which is why I want to tell you about X. So it's a great transition method because you're giving them step one out of, say, five steps of your overall course. Mm. But you're giving them the biggest aha, the biggest eye-opener, and you're also giving them a sneak peek at the value that you're providing to them and yeah. that you will provide them if they come with you as part of this kind of now tribe that you're creating to show them exactly what you do. Mm. No, that's fantastic. So do you, um, you sell to them on the first webinar? Do you have a series of webinars or do you just basically dive straight in? And Well, we strike while the iron's hot because of this transitional mm-hmm. method that we use from, you know, going from here to, to there. We know we want to keep them on that path. So yeah. what we'll do, is we'll actually say you can get, you know, jump on right now. Mm-hmm. Now, by this time, and uh, I was explaining this in a mastermind recently, uh, which uh, Cindy was at as well, yeah. is we were showing an eight-figure, what we call a lead flow. Okay, so a lead flow is a way you take a lead through a series of events and you connect with them in a certain way and you drive them through to a desired position and course of action. Mm-hmm. Part of that is that we have a phone number. So in the replay, and if they don't buy on the webinar, we'll actually call them up and make sure everything was cool. They got to see the replay. We'll follow up with them in different ways and connect personally with the user. Again, we're dealing with high net worth clients. So that personal connection is great because you want to make sure that they're uh, being first-class service. That's what we want to offer to our clients and the companies that I consult with want to offer to their clients. This is first-class hand-holding service red carpet treatment all the way down the line. And if they have any questions, any problems, anything that said, you know, I was okay with that, but I wasn't sure about this one part. And that's the part that, that they could follow up with questions. And that's great. And we actually do as many sales in that process as we do live on the session. Now, we obviously got replays and everything else. So that really uh, does help. But we actually do make the uh, pitch right on that webinar, but we also do that follow-up and the personal follow-up to, again, help any customers that have any questions because we're always going to have a certain amount of um, kind of first responders, so to speak, that, you know, jump right in. You're going to have those that are kind of sitting on the fence that might not commit right then but might afterwards as we were thinking or those that, yeah, kind of, I, I, I get it. I'm just not quite there. Well, again, the vast majority of those people are going to be in that latter group. So you want to follow up with them as much as possible and say, hey, 
did you have any questions? Was mm-hmm. it cool? Was there a part that you didn't get? Um, was there anything that was stopping you moving forward? You know, because obviously they've come to your webinar or your training because they've got a problem and you've tried to provide a solution to that big problem because obviously that's what's attracted them there in the first place. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what's the stumbling block for them? How can we help you past it to move forward to solve your problem? To me, that's good customer service. And you're doing your customers a disservice if you are not following up with them in a personal way to help them solve what they've got you know, in their lives. Right. How do you actually, um, how do you get registrations in the first place? Is this all from, um, you know, clients associated with the business already um, and just trying to take them to the next level? Or are you doing outside um, advertising to get leads? How are you getting people, how are you filling your webinars? Um, well, we already have internal lists in a lot of the companies yeah. that I consult with and, uh, you know, same with us, uh, with what we do. We have a lot of internal lists already, but yes, media buys, social media, I mean, pay-per-click, advertising, video ads. Basically, we always want, we're looking to expand our reach because there's so many people that, and a lot of people talk about saturation. Oh, this market's oversaturated. Oh, this market's oversaturated. Oh, you can't get in the dating niche or the health niche because it's oversaturated. BS. <laughs> yeah, just gonna, let's put it politically correct. And right. I did sense myself there. Yeah, so well done. No, <laughs> uh, it's, it's absolute BS because here's the thing. If you think about this, guys, Facebook, if you just drew, drove traffic to your uh, offers with Facebook. There's 1.5 billion active users on Facebook, mm-hmm. okay? And there's more on uh, different platforms, Twitter, LinkedIn, if you're going uh, business to business, mm-hmm. LinkedIn is the one to work with. Uh, you've got Snapchat, Instagram. Obviously, it depends on your market. Me, primarily, Facebook is it. And we also do video ads. We also do, uh, you know, Google AdWords and stuff like that. But Facebook is our primary source of traffic. 1.5 billion, okay, guys? You are able to get at least a decent slice of that with your ad budget. There's no such thing as a traffic problem. So we lead people into either a case study or a free download or direct registration to a webinar where we're going to teach them X. And one of the really cool things that we do with uh, webinar registrations is we do a video ad. We tell them, hey, you know, this is what, we've got something very cool we want to show them. It's going to give them this, this, and we actually pre, you don't pre-sell the content. You pre-sell the click. You want to tell them exactly what they're going to get, how they're going to get it, and why they should click to go to your sign-up page. Don't sell the content. Sell the click. You do that in your video ads to get direct registrations, and what you're doing is, I'll just think about this. Right now, I'll tell you exactly what you're going to get, why I want to show you it, why it's so important, and why it's different from everyone else. You always want to differentiate yourself from the rest of the herd. Right. Uh, we're actually writing a book right now called Rebel Trader, and we're positioning ourselves for one of our corporations that we're starting up right now as contrarian. In other words, completely anti-establishment of the way everyone else does it because everyone else sucks. Okay, so we we actually really present ourselves and position ourselves as the contrarian rebels 
ignore everyone else. This is what you need to know. And this is why everyone else is failing and you don't have to. So we'll engage like this. Now, again, when you're doing with social media, media buyers, you can see my face, you can see my eyes, you can see the passion I'm talking about, whatever I'm talking about with, mm -hmm. which is really great for engagement. And yeah. people react to faces. We're psychologically programmed to, if, if you go over a page in, in social media, test yourself and see how many faces that you, you know, with the eyes facing straight forward that you're engaged with. That's what people connect with. And that's what's going to get your eyeballs on your ads. But when you're doing a video ad and everything else, you're telling people, hey, turn up your speakers and everything else, important, you know, and you're getting then people to click across. That is fantastic engagement, but you're already training them to engage with you personally as a personality, as well as the message that you're trying to put across. And that really, really helps with engagement for you then. Uh, your sign-up page and then getting people in. Or a giveaway, case study, like I said, or anything else that's going to also start the process, the ascension process from zero to where they want to be. Maybe the first little step is a cheat sheet or a list or a shortcut or something like that. Mm -hmm. But you get that when they sign up for the webinar, say, hey, this is how you download. We're actually doing this training. Sign up now. We'll give you this case study right now. But then you can join us live as we go through this case study and show you how we did it step by step. So again, you're taking them on that ascension path to where they want to be. You're giving them those first breadcrumbs that say, ah, oh, cool. Hey, this is what I needed. Perfect. Right. Yep. And then you have just sequences afterwards. So you're mentioning um, that you do follow-ups. Do you, do you stick with um, your email? How, how many times do you follow up with them after you do um, a webinar? Good question. Seven days. Okay. We have retargeting campaigns for those that attended or those that registered, those that attended, those that signed up. So we have an onboarding process for those that sign up. We have an onboarding process for the, and follow-up for those that uh, registered but didn't attend. We give them multiple opportunities to see a replay. Those that signed up and didn't attend, we give them a slightly different twist. We might have a second chance live or something like that. Because what we do is we do a deal a lot with auto webinars as well. Mm. Uh, we prefer live, but obviously, but obviously, obviously, we automate like crazy. Okay, so we have auto webinars that start every half hour or stuff like that. Uh, obviously, they're not live. I, you know, my uh, companies can't be in fifteen places at once. Don't right. have DeLoreans and travel at eighty-eight back to the future style. So you know, we use a lot of automation. And the cool thing is that hey, if you miss this one, there's another one in X number of hours. Is that going to be more convenient? So we'll ask them yes, no micro-commitment questions, or we'll just say, hey, here's the replay. You missed it, and you missed the live one, but hey, don't miss this. It's going to be essential that you see it. And again, we do those that follow-up thing with a phone call. Our priority list is those that attended but didn't buy. Mm -hmm. Once we've gone through that, we'll go those who registered but didn't attend. So we might also follow up with them in the phone if we have capacity to do that. Um, but yeah, between retargeting, no campaigns and everything else, we might even have video ads as well that are going for those that um, registered but didn't attend or anything else to say, hey, you know, uh, want to make sure everything was cool, saw that you missed the live video, 
uh, click on the link below. You can actually watch a live replay right now. We want to make sure that you have a chance to see it. Mm. Well, people yeah. engage with that, especially with video stuff. They're like, how did he know? Beauty of your retargeting. But again, it's, it feels like a personal message. If I said to you, hey, you know, I, I won't insert your name here, but you know, say, hey, glad I caught you. I noticed that you didn't attend our webinar. Um, wanted to make sure everything was cool. Life happens, no problem. But what we've done is we've put a little uh, link down here below. You can watch a live replay. We want to make sure you had a chance to catch all this awesome training. Just click on that link right now, and I'll see you in the webinar. Mm. Simple as it gets. That one thing is like 20 seconds, if that, gives them enough, hey, you know, click that link, join us on the webinar. You can watch a replay at your leisure. Hey, you know, that's cool. And people are very much engaged with that. And you can see an amazing pickup in, uh, first of all, attendees and obviously sales in the long run because you're bringing all those people back. You're looping back. In webinars, it's usually a good conversion is 10%, which means 90% of the people who registered didn't say yes. Right. They said no or not right now. I want the people who say not right now because they didn't have a chance. Life happens and everything else. We try and bring them back in so they have a second chance or a third chance or however long. But for seven days, we will be following up and striking while the iron's hot. We found that after seven days, that's pretty much it. They're not there. But, hey, that doesn't matter because we'll do another webinar with a slightly different focus. And we'll introduce that after seven days because – one of the things that a lot of people do, and I'm going to just keep on talking because ideas and stuff comes to me. So that's great. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, just this is where the the button turns on, <laughs> the hamsters start churning, and all the info comes out. Well, you've got some good stuff, so I'm sure our listeners <laughs> won't mind if you keep bringing it. So, well, think about the fitness niche. You've got people who are like middle-aged men, young men, uh, middle-aged women, very young women who want to be fit. They all have different focuses different needs. Well, you can target different messages to different demographics. And the same with the problems. Are you eating to be healthy? You're eating to lose weight? Are you eating because you want to be uh, a marathon runner? Mm. There's different kind of driving emotions in all of that. So you can target different things to different people's needs. In the finance space, maybe people coming from, say, the Forex industry or binary options, and they want to learn how to really trade U.S. equities markets or people who are looking, say, in the real estate industry, looking at flipping houses or tax liens, and they want to kind of learn how to actually get into real estate development. You've got different focuses. You can create different ways in to that central message so that, hey, if this one didn't connect with them, maybe this one will. Mm. And this is the one that now connects better with them, drives them into the same process. But now you're connecting more with their primary driver. That works very well as well. So, I mean, there's many, many different angles to bring all the people down into this. But, yeah, the follow-up is essential. You've got to follow up. You've got to lead them in. You've got to connect from here to here. You want them in the middle. That's perfect. And then they can be on that ascension path, as I mentioned. Mm-hmm. You mentioned briefly about Evergreen um, and, you know, pre-recorded um, webinars. So um, what if we go back to that just for quickly? We're going to have to wrap this up pretty soon. Um, but 
if you're doing webinars and automated every half an hour, do people assume that it's going to be automated? Do they, I mean, they must know. <laughs> or how do you get around making it still be personable um, without it looking artificial? So how do you make, how do you make like an automated webinar actually still do the benefit of connecting with them as much as possible while not actually? Well, there's a couple of cool ways you can do this. Okay, now I mentioned at the beginning about you know being genuine all the way through, but we tell them that this is a pre-recorded training. We're right up front, so this is a pre-recorded training. You have an opportunity to be here, and we actually have uh, coaches and people here that can answer any questions you have as we go through this, which we do. Now, the cool thing here is if anyone tests that and they get an instant reply back from someone who's on the call, great. And you could, or you just don't disclose it at all and let people make assumptions. You're not really, this is kind of, a, that's a gray area. I'm not really keen on that. Mm. But if you don't disclose that it's live and you don't disclose that it's not live, but you say, hey, our people are standing by here. If you've got any questions at all, um, you've got a live coach right now. You can ask any questions of, you know, it's working in the background here. So you can, you know, do it that way if you want to. I prefer to say, hey, We've got some great training here and just go right through and say, you know, this is a training we do all the time, which is another way, kind of angle you can say that and say, hey, this is a training that we do all the time. We'd love you to be on this. You know, this is what you're going to get out of it. We've got people standing by. If you've got any questions, you'll see the chat box below. Uh, we've got lots and lots of people here, so we've got lots of to get through, so let's get started. So you kind of, you know, you're alluding to the fact or what have you, or you can just come out and say that this is, you know, that's right. like training that we do all the time. Mm -hmm. Again, people will, in the IM world, again, people are very wise to auto webinars and everything else. Mm -hmm. Outside of IM world, not so much. Okay. Now, if you, want to, if you don't want to do that per se and go that route, you could do a training once or twice a week, but you will end up sounding stale. Mm -hmm. I've had a lot of people who do the same training and they do it live every like twice a week they start getting like this it would this. be exhausting yeah uh, yeah it's, it's uh, like when you go to universal studios and there's that guy who's like taking you oh my god yes <laughs> <laughs> and you know he's got to do this every half an hour for you know his entire week <laughs> this is this is the guy at universal studios as you're going on those trolleys he wants to jump into the jaws right, I know. <laughs> Yeah, right. I feel bad for those guys. <laughs> so do you have any last-minute advice for our um, seven-figure fairness listeners? Yeah, don't be afraid to do webinars. Mm -hmm. um, even if you suck at it at first, which I did, do it. The more you practice, the better you get. Webinars are one of the greatest ways to position your business, to give you authority, to put you way ahead of everyone else, especially outside of IM. Don't be afraid to do it. Don't be afraid of screwing it up. Just do it. You'll get better and better with practice. You'll figure out how to do things, how not to do things, just like I did. My first webinar, I didn't sell a dime. And, you know, most people, and unfortunately, most people in uh, the IM world and non-IM world would give up right there. Not me. Not smart people. Not you. Go for it. Practice get better, develop those webinar skills, and you will unleash an amazing profit stream for any business you're in. That is awesome. Thank you so much for those awesome 
tips and hints and everything that you've shared today, Sean. Thanks for My joining us. <laughs> My absolute pleasure. Happy right. to do it. Take care, man. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Seven Figure Furnace with Cindy Donovan. If you like what you just heard, please share our web address, wildfireconcepts.com, with your friends and colleagues. To catch our previous podcasts packed with more insight from self made millionaire fire starters, check the archives on our website. This has been a Wildfire Concepts production. Join us again at our next edition of Seven Figure Furnace.